What are we doing here? What <laughs> what are we doing here? We've reached a new low. I uh, even for us, this is the. Uh, uh. You know, it made me think of one of our one of my favorite episodes we ever did, which similarly featured some dumpy hits. Um, but we did the two parter for five feet apart and captive state. Captive state. Captive this state. this gave me so much captive state energy. It the was the whole time I was watching. It, I was like. Will Matt like this more or less than Captive State? I think it, he liked it more. I think I liked it more. Oh, okay, because okay. Captive State was was like so dark and depressing and I couldn't figure out I mean I couldn't <laughs> figure out what the hell was going on in this either, but at least it was like weirder. Yeah. Like this is definitely more like Captive State was trying to be more like you know, thoughtful indie sort of like alien less about explosions, more about like gritty survival whereas this was much more you know bees bee explosion movie lots of huge uh, effects happening water flooding all of the all of the usual hijinks you get in a roland america film well i'll say this for whatever reason i missed the trailers on this movie like the (laughs) Like I, I just never saw a trailer about the about this. I had no idea who was in it. I had no idea what it was about. I, at some point, we had said like, "Oh, it's a it's like a, there's aliens on the moon or something." I didn't really yeah. know what that meant. <laughs> I went into the theater being like, "Who knows what this is?" But but when I I was like, "I think this must be like a low budget movie with no stars in it," and that's why okay. I haven't seen any previous so then when people who were famous kept popping up like i was like oh halle berry is in this movie like (laughs) interesting and it was still terrible it was still horrible wait you didn't know this was a roland emmerich movie no i honestly didn't even like i had heard that name but i didn't really even know who that the Shelby, this is much more your era than mine of the disaster era. film, but or a- area, I guess. Yeah. The yeah. So afterwards, I looked it up because I was like, "What the f was going on? Like, how did this get made? What was happening?" Then I saw it was Roland Emmerich, who's done a ton of disaster movies, including Independence Day, Godzilla, The Day After Tomorrow, Twenty Twelve, White House Down, but. And and a weird Midway, which my family loved, but I, I think no one else saw. But the weird yeah. thing about him that I realized is that he's gay. And <laughs> you can't he, say that's weird, Matt. Well, it's <laughs> I feel like it's odd that for that, that like the person most known for doing all of these action movies is a gay person. And I'll <laughs> and I'll you. And, no. gender normative. Yes, heteronormative. I know. Okay. Wait, <laughs> let me get to my point though. Okay, okay. So one, he also directed the movie Stonewall. I think I think it, he was like, okay, I've done too many of these uh, sci-fi hits. Got to do one for the gays. So he <laughs> he directed this movie about the Stonewall riots, which is truly one of the worst movies I've ever yeah. seen. So avoid at all costs. But the second thing that I found so fascinating is my 
growing up, my dad had like two favorite movies that we watched constantly. And they were The Gladiator and The Patriot. And I've seen The Patriot like 45 times. My family is obsessed with it. This is the Mel Gibson movie where it's like during the Revolutionary War, blah, 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 blah. The fact that that movie was directed by a gay person brings me such joy because (laughs) I know that my dad has no idea about that fact. And that if he found out, he would probably never watch that movie again. You just got to send him a I know. So I'm like, I'm like, how do I get this news to him? Because I would really love to see the look on his face. Yeah, just cut out a I am print out an IMDb link, an article to Roland's status, and then just send it with balloons, preferably. Oh, <laughs> just really killing his dream. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I obviously I am a huge fan of Independence Day. I think Independence Day, nineteen eighty six, one of the best disaster films slash best alien movies ever done. It's a lot of fun. It also has the charisma of a great cast, and it's just like a very, you know, I mean, it, it is what it is. But it's not ashamed of it. It has interesting characters, interesting arcs, so you're enjoying every moment in that film. Um, and then I liked, you know, Godzilla Day After Tomorrow, even White House Down. There was some fun happening. He knows how to like. He's called the master of disaster for a reason. He has interesting ideas on how to make cities explode. And so when Moonfall was announced, I was like, the moon is an alien shit. Like, I don't know about this. It seemed like illogical in a way that would break down any chance of like suspended belief. Um, Because I'm pretty sure without the moon, we'd all just die. Which is sort of what this film explores, but I also just was left with a lot of lingering questions. But I was, I will say, the first like 25 minutes of this movie, I was like, maybe this will be fun. You know, maybe this will be good. I like two out of the three main characters. I thought, you know, there was interesting pacing choices, interesting like layering happening. But it was really like by the and for so for the first hour of the movie, I was like, okay. I can I can take this. I wrote down on my phone because I too was the only person in my theater. So I had my phone out and I wrote down like, oh, interesting pacing. But then like five minutes later, it took this turn into weird, like, I don't even know. It 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 abandoned all pretenses of being like an action disaster alien flick and tried to be more like artistic, thoughtful, what are we? Um, there was a lot of like vibes of from like contact, close encounters of a third kind, you know, white rooms, voiceovers, alien tech, like all this weird stuff that I was like, oh no, this just isn't good. Yeah. The, I don't know if I was with you that the first hour was good. (laughs) I didn't Um, say good. I said this could be good. I said this could be fun. We, the... So the the premise of the movie or the start, I guess, is that Halle Berry and Patrick <laughs> Wilson are in a spacecraft that's going to the moon. That's in outer space. No, no, yeah. no. They're just Where like correcting. They're, they're just doing a routine like okay. uh, they're satellite space, repair. Yeah. Yes. So they're in There's space. a satellite. They get attacked by this like giant sort of black swarm of something or another yeah, very that tech. like kills one of their 
their co-pilots. Halle Berry is knocked out, so she, like, doesn't see them. And then when they get back to Earth, Patrick Wilson's like, oh, we were attacked by a black cloud. And Halle Berry's like, that's insane. <laughs> and so they, so they fire Patrick Wilson from NASA. But then, of course, lo and behold, weird things of the moon start happening. The orbit orbital spiral is weird or it's knocked off its axis or whatever the hell the science terms are so they have to call patrick wilson back and be like hey dude like actually we need your help to fix the moon because otherwise we're all gonna die and it sort of had a little bit of um don't look up energy in that like everybody's gonna die because there's some kind of meteorite moon thing that's gonna screw up the planet so i did think that the premise was kind of interesting in that like okay how are we going to get the moon back on its course but then it just kept taking left turn after left turn after left turn in all kinds of bizarre ways and things that we didn't need and strange (laughs) choices and it was just so horrific and it was like laughable but in but it was also so well i mean it was laughably bad but it was like so it was like trying so many things and taking itself so seriously that it was that it was frustrating and then also just like the science of everything oh, yeah. was so confusing yeah. and what they were trying to do and how they were trying to do it i was like i can't follow this at all i have no yeah. idea what th- is happening why they're doing what they're doing like what the motivations are because basically the moon gets knocked off its axis because there's this cloud of you know black swarmy something or another that's like throwing it off and they just they realize and they're like oh maybe the moon is actually like a sort of an alien spaceship we have to go up there and somehow like investigate it and see if we can get it like turned (laughs) around uh (laughs) right yeah yeah no it was nonsense it was really hard to follow and i think that's like the kiss of death they stole a space shuttle from like an old museum and then there was like looting then they're firing it on the space to do what (laughs) the whole movie was bad yeah the the kiss of death in any action disaster flick like this is just being boring and it's like you can be a bad movie and still be a good movie if you're having fun doing it if you're engaging your audience like like you know um like yeah day after tomorrow like Godzilla. Godzilla is a bad movie, but it's like so fun that you're just going along with the ride. You know, there's aliens in in the in Rose Garden, <laughs> in Madison Square Garden. It's it's funny, right? It's a good time. But this was just like self-serious in such a strange way. And all of the characters were constantly deadpanning. Like there was no one with charisma in this film. Not all respect to Halle Berry, but it's like it wasn't like anyone was playing the funny guy. No one was like, no one was being charming. Everyone was just like, just like one note the whole time. And even the like, the energy of the general population or film or whatever was just like blase. Like even the sun fighting off looters or whatever. It was just like, no one ever, no one ever feels nervous in this movie. There's no tension. There's no energy. There's no like, excitement there's no chaos no one's like like in independence day when they're running from the alien explosion you feel it in every single person's face that you see but here there's just like 
nothing. I remember like one of the cooler set pieces here is when there's that like gravity wave. <laughs> I don't know why it worked that way, but it's like there's a tsunami coming, but then at the same time, the gravity's changing because the moon's so close. So it's sort of like water is being pulled up to space too. And so it's like interesting to watch, but there's this whole scene where suddenly these two, you know, C-list characters bounce towards the helicopter and then I was like wait did the helicopter get out and no they just like I think they just got swallowed by the wave but we never like saw it or it wasn't like a moment so there was no like reaction there was no emotional appeal to the audience it was just like la 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 then at one point the the moon was basically like scraping off the top of earth or (laughs) and I was like I don't I, I like I don't think we'd be alive if this uh, and but oh, then yeah. it like but then it just like bounced back to normal. I was like if the moon was this close we would like something else would be going on. Well, in Vail, Colorado, Matt, they lost oxygen <laughs> for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, "Oh, the oxygen's returning." I was like, yeah. "Where did the oxygen go?" <laughs> I think it was sucked. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. It got sucked up by who, by what? Yeah. Like is did the atmosphere leave? <laughs> like did the moon suck up the oxygen yeah i mean what's interesting about this movie is um like they had gravity when they needed gravity when they didn't need gravity it was gone (laughs) there's a lot of bouncing i think the best the best scene i think the most interesting scene for me was when they were shooting the rocket off during the tsunami and it's like going up like that that's the that was like the money maker yeah but that was also boring okay can we circle back though quickly to halle berry yeah because I was sitting in the theater and I was like, Halle Berry is famous. Halle Berry has won an Oscar. Um, and she, I believe she was the first woman. She might be still be the only woman. I can't remember. To win, to be black and win the best actress uh, trophy. Mm. She also obviously had that moment where Adrian Brody uh, kissed her. <laughs> so she is a famous person. But I was like, what has she been in that has been good that we know about? <laughs> Uh, the 911 movie. Because I'm like <laughs> looking down the list and it's like she was in the second Kingsman. She was in an X Man movie. She, she was in, in Cloud Atlas. She was in the uh, was in John New Wick, Year's right? Eve. She was yes, good in she that. wasn't. She was fine in John Wick. She was good in three. It. She's like, it, there's just a bunch of stuff I've never, like, she's in, I guess she was in Catwoman, but I don't think that did well. She was in Gothica. She was in a, a James Bond movie. Like, I don't know about some of these. The rich man's wife, race, the son, executive decision. Like, I've never heard of these. Movies. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how someone reads this and thinks, you know what? This will be good. I, this is not. I think she's bad at. I think she's bad at picking roles. And I'm yeah. not sure she's a good actress either. Yeah. <laughs> I think she might have got lucky. Uh, yeah. I mean, this just proves the script and story does matter. It's not an actor can't carry it and vice versa. Because um, I was like, was Independence Day? Because as I walked out of this, I was just like, man how can you go from making your best film to just never living up to it again? Like that must hurt every time, every single time. Like, yeah, you get day after tomorrow and it does well in the box office, but everyone's always like, Oh, but independence day. And I was like, do we owe that all to the casting alone? And I don't think so. I think he had a good story idea. It was sort of a fresh, you know, genre at the time, generally sort of a revamp of interest in alien movies. You also had like, character storylines that were intriguing and emotional and you know you wanted to know more about why Jeff Goldblum and his wife broke up and will they ever get back together blah 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 blah. but here it's like 
you have Paul. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Patrick Wilson, who is not a good actor. Um, and he, his storyline is that he was dumped by NASA, f- felt bad about it, and is now broke and unloved. And his wife left him and married Michael uh, Pena. And uh, they have. And Michael Pena is funny, and they he had nothing <laughs> they to do in this. Guy, I know they made him like a boring guy who is supposed to be sort of like bad because he's rich and he's just like throw money at it, I'll fix it. Uh, let's get to Vale. We'll we'll worry about your son later. And I'm like, what is this energy? Like everyone's reactions to the moon coming to Earth were just so strange to me. Like I was like, why don't people like care more? Like how much time is passing between moments? Because at first it all seems to happen on the first day where it's like. Um, they send the spacemen, the the news leaks that this is happening, and so they send their shuttle well, they up the same while the next because day. then they got that they had to drag that shuttle out of the museum yeah, and fix and so, it all up. That must have taken like a month. Well, so yeah, they do have a moment during that scene where they're like, Oh, uh, it's been a few weeks or something. So you know time has passed, but it's like, what what is everyone doing? Like what's happening though? Like why are we so insular and yet these people aren't giving us any energy? Like I just I didn't and, feel anything from any of them. And then with that rocket launch scene, it's like, oh never mind, we're not doing this. <laughs> oh now we're gonna do it, but we only have two people here to launch it. Like what? Yeah, that was disorganized and it didn't and they would like it wasn't only that the characters were making dumb choices. It was like the choices weren't even followed through on. Like it was at one point the children were going to fly in a helicopter, but then they didn't for some reason. Like it was never explained why they weren't going in the helicopter with everyone else. And instead they drove and that turned out to be a good thing because then, you know, they were alive. But, but it's like, why didn't they talk about it? Like what's happening? I think think that CG, like the computer generated element of films has made a lot of writers and directors lazy because in the pre like computer era like which i think independence day would be included you had to come up with like good enough stories that did not rely on just a bunch of weird uh like big set piece things that are completely computer generated where this you can tell it's like oh well we want the plane and the tsunami we want this moon thing like they had these sequences that they wanted but it wasn't based on story it was just like oh well this would be a cool like visual to watch and i think that's the same with like the later star wars movies they're not as good because they're not as story driven the 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 um the Hobbit movies obviously did way worse than. Did you watch? The, did we watch the um, the Geostorm one together? Or no, I didn't watch yeah, it. That thank was goodness. a bad one too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what's the last good like disaster movie we've had? I don't know. I I don't like, know. Uh, War of the Worlds is really good, but yes. I think again that's not like a heavy computer movie yeah that's very much like it's a, a lot of practical stuff yeah 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 it, it's just like this felt or like felt... cloverfield's great but that's not really computer either i think in a yeah. lot of ways yeah and it, i mean even like yeah like san andreas i would say is a fun one and i think that works because you have the charisma of the rock and it's like fun to watch him do noted joe rogan fan <laughs> noted joe rogan fan although skyscraper was better than this yeah <laughs> skyscraper counts as a disaster flick i guess um 
but yeah, what's interesting about this though is that the it's... Rock only had one leg in that movie, and he like <laughs> used his leg to like pin open a door at some point. I wish, I wish there was something here. Was. There wasn't he anything here. He had to like here. swing from turbine to yeah. turbine on the outside of the I would still rewatch that every week for the rest of my life before I watch this again. Um, because Moonfall is like it was pitched as sort of this independent film. Like he he didn't want it to be, uh, like a like a big temple thing for anyone. He chose this. He wanted to do an independent film. He went to um like a festival and was pitching it as an independent film. <laughs> and it became the most expensive independent film ever made. Um yeah, and it's not making its and money it's not back. Making money back. Any anywhere <laughs> close cuz it costs like 140 million dollars and it's made back 10 so far. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's funny is that Josh Gad and Stanley Tucci were originally cast in this. And I'm sure they're just like thanking their lucky stars that they didn't have to go through on it. Because instead you got um, John Bradley, who plays this sort of like. Yeah, he's from. um, He's Sam. I hated him. I've never had such a visceral reaction against someone I'm supposed to like in a film. Like I found him so unappealing, like just as a human being, just like. He was giving me absolutely nothing. I wanted to. He was to... so creepy. Ugh. I think he was supposed to be like fun, cute, nerdy, but yeah, he was giving no. off creepy. I mean, probably because the first line we hear him say is like, what would Elon do? And I was like, yes, there was no, so, there get was out. so much Elon stuff in this. I was like, is this being <laughs> sponsored? by tesla i don't need this no it was sponsored by lexus remember that ad in the middle of the oh yes i do remember that (laughs) chasing kill me um but no john bradley's character is like this conspiracy theorist um like janitor who's for some reason obsessed with this idea of like i don't remember the term they use in the movie but like machinations yeah it's like I don't know how he became involved, but he's just a loser, right? Like, he's just this loser. No offense to losers out there. I think you're better than him, but he's presented as this, like... No offense to losers <laughs> out there. Wow. Loser. <laughs> and he, he just, like, sneaks into doctor. I just had so many questions. Like, how... He's like, I solved this before anyone. And I'm like, where? How well, did you the, do this? Because you the, didn't. Yeah, the other yeah he what believes that the moon is just actually a giant spaceship yeah but then also all of his friends are like he's in this conspiracy group <laughs> with like a bunch of people who are like it yeah. was harvey oswald shot him or whatever yeah and Ugh. like sometimes like okay for example in the new godzilla movie it was like brian tyree henry played the character who was like, hey, I know that there's like a government cover up going on, sort of, but like we. But he was like a whistleblower, wasn't he? Right. Yes. And it's more of a whistleblower thing. Yeah. Where this is like a just lunatic person happens yes. to stumble <laughs> upon the correct answer, you know? Yes. Like a broken clock is right at least once, you know, but it doesn't mean we should admire him for his waste. Right. Because he life. had no really reason. The only thing that he was able to figure out was that the moon was off of its axis, yes. but NASA had already figured that out. <laughs> it was the weirdest. I couldn't understand what we were supposed to feel about him because he was presented as like the, I know the truth and I'm speaking it and everyone else is lying to us and we need to say, and it's like, but they did know and they were trying to solve it, but then you just leaked it. And it's like, also he was such a sad sack. And at the end he's like, well, my life is like the the lamest. So I'll die. (laughs) 
Like, you guys go back to Earth. Yeah. My life is stupid. And it was sort of like, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Patrick but Wilson was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it checks Patrick out. Was like, okay. <laughs> Hallie's like, yeah, I agree. He's like, I don't want to fight this one. Can we talk about the weird um, Asian, like, math tutor woman who yeah. was just, like, what was she I, there for? Yeah, I thought she was Halle Berry's wife. And I was like, yes, queen. No. I was really confused by it because in the beginning you're this you're is told saying, she's married on wikipedia then. it says she's the foreign exchange student yeah and that's a what nanny? she says at once she's like what she's like as a foreign exchange student will i be allowed into the it's like so weird the like details they put in that we don't care about while scrapping any sort of information that would have been helpful because yeah she's just there as this sort of like other adult-ish figure well, like to help with the has son. enough people. Like, we <laughs> didn't need her for anything. Well, we needed to feel good about Halle Berry not abandoning her child. You know, women aren't allowed to choose their jobs over their children. Right, but couldn't we have just sent the kid with, like... I, I I don't like they end up with Michael Pena and also yeah. the the boy he's there <laughs> yeah. like couldn't they have just sent him with the boy like while the two of them decide they're gonna launch a space shuttle by themselves because they've sent home the rest of the workers it honestly felt like it was it was work done to allow to justify Halle Berry not running to the hills with her son like I I felt like that was 100% what Roland's thoughts were it's like oh well she can't just like choose to save the world over her child it reminded me of that speech um, in Tenet where she's like, that means my son oh, will yes, die. Oh, yes, that means my son will die. <laughs> but wait, the, the, the map, she says some, there's some line. Oh, and then the child is like learning Korean <laughs> or some, like, yeah. there was various lines that I should have written down, but I didn't. That I was like, this is cringy and weird and like sort of racist. I oh, feel yeah, like. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was not. Roland Emmerich usually has a hand in some of the writing, but this one he definitely, he wrote a majority of, um, bless his heart. I, yeah, it didn't work. And I just was like, I, I was confused by the, I was confused by everything. Yeah, by everything. (laughs) I wanted more energy. I wanted someone to care. Like the most we got is, um, the conspiracy theorist being like anxious about flying, but even that was just like dealt away with. It was like, I didn't value any single player here. And I was just like waiting for someone to do like an emotional thing. But even when he was sacrificing himself, he's just like playing it straight. He's like, Oh, like tell my grandma what happened. Like tell me mom what happened. Characters were all unlikable. The plot was confusing and there was no stakes to it because you had no idea what was going on. (laughs) Like the key to having a movie like this is setting up what the stakes are. So then you can be like rooting for or against something like I had no idea what we were rooting for to happen because I had no idea what was going on. Like, they're, like, getting this ship, and I'm like, wait, why are they getting the ship? Are they going to try to blow up the moon? Are they taking the moon? Is it? Are they going to kill the monster? Like, I have no idea Dia, what's what the sort of uh, goal is. Then they get up there in outer space, and they're like, oh, the monster. Oh, it, it doesn't. It reacts to technology. Oh, no, it reacts to humans. Oh, it reacts to them both. Like, you just it was so much information that was out of nowhere and so confusing that the entire time like I couldn't I didn't know when to be nervous I didn't know when not to be nervous because I had no idea what the hell was happening yeah there was this whole storyline where um Halle Berry isn't the director of NASA and the director of NASA quits because he realizes it's hopeless because there's like alien tech and like what's he gonna do oh yeah and they're gonna nuke the moon (laughs) even though that's gonna destroy the world like what oh well that's believable but 
Anyways, he gives Halle Berry his credentials and he's like, go ask about... we have enough <laughs> nukes to destroy the moon. I don't... Well, it's they were like trying to destroy the tech, planet. you know? They were trying to, oh, oh, well, we'll just aim it at this hole and hope for the best. Yeah, it was stupid. It Every was a dumb a idea. Goal. But it's like, <laughs> it's like, my favorite was the appearance of Donald Sutherland, who's just like... Oh, yeah, as like a cranky old <laughs> person in I a really wheelchair. I he was going to do for more. one scene. Oh, no. He was, he, like, is they were like, he was an gun. ad astra. Like, like we'll just uh, card him in. He comes wheeling out. He's like, I'll tell Don, you what you need happened. no makeup at all. <laughs> and it's just You're like, going to be in, the, in complete darkness <laughs> in a basement. You're going to say six cryptic lines and we're rolling you off set. Like, I'm sorry for what we've done, but there's something that needs my attention in my office. And it's like a gun <laughs> with like, a single bullet. <laughs> It's like the truth is that they knew about this like for a long time, but then but then no, they didn't because this is the question I walked away with: is the the alien that attacked, um, the, that attacked in the beginning yes. hadn't found the moon yet, right? Like that's that's when it happened, no. right? Because yes. the moon, they knew the moon was hollow, and that's what in it, NASA had been sitting on yeah, since the moon landing. It was like a drum or something. Yeah, they and were so on they it. knew it was like, oh, this is uh, science-y alien stuff. But then the bad alien came. My question right. is, if the bad alien... I was so confused If the by bad that alien is line. attracted to tech with the organic material, yes. why did they just skip over Earth? I don't know. Because it's like the the moon ship didn't have any organic material on it because it was just no survivors were on it. It was just a ship. It was just an old, ancient alien ship. And, huh. and the I, alien... I was so <laughs> confused by the entire alien plotline. Because <laughs> so they get to the moon and there's like the black dust alien yes. that's attacking like their nanotech, ship. Yeah. yeah, and then they sort of get pulled into a secret hall by some yes. other kind of tech and you're like wait what's going on and then they're like wait there's actually two different kinds of aliens here yeah and obviously. one of them is good but then we got this whole backstory <laughs> uh in a weird flashback like oh there was this other race of people but then they no, created it was this... the same race man oh, the same race sorry yes and they created like ai uh the the cloud tech thing and then the ai people attacked them so then they left this message and they sent all of these like different moon ships out with well, the only the ones survived well yes and then the black dust people like destroyed them all but i couldn't figure out like wh whose message like what was where were they how long has it been okay like, so so millennia ago we as a human species had had mastered the universe and become, you know, there was no war. There was only peace. It was imagine come to life. And, but because we created AI to help with this world, it turned against us. And as AI is known to do, decided that the worst thing to happen is humans. And so they destroy all the organic material and they go through the eons of space destroying it. And so our species decides to build a sort of arc, not to save themselves, but to save their tech and to, to hope for a new world. And they go into deep space and they, they release sort of the Big Bang that creates Earth and recreates human species. And so that's how, <laughs> that's how it I happened. did not get that. That, was, that one all went over my head. 
And so, yeah, so I think it took, you know, the 65 million, however long Earth's been But then been they cooking. were still, like, on the hunt the entire time. Yeah, the, so the that's black how dust, long they were, like, the black dust took to find, to find this final ship is the the eons of millennia that Earth has been around. And so they finally found it in 2011, passed by the space shuttle on their way, and were like, ooh, yummy, ate one of the astronauts, then drilled into the hole drilled into the moon for some reason, even though there was no organic material. I guess they wanted like the star. I don't know. But I was just like, wait, why didn't they go to Earth? Like, it's right there. <laughs> Could they not go through the atmosphere or something? No, I that was know. never explained. It was just like a convenience, you know, that I think it was like maybe there was meant to be like bad blood where AI is like, I'm going to destroy this moon first because this is my creator's ship and I hate them. So maybe it was like they were... You know, they just figured Earth would be but there. But they weren't really destroying the moon. They were just yeah. sort of chilling in it. Well, that's where I and was I confused. And I guess they had, like, moved it off course. But yeah, I was but all, how? like, why? <laughs> and then at a certain point, it was getting back on course. Yes. But, then it, but then it was back off again. Yeah, no, it made zero sense. I mean, maybe also that was the... their long con is to destroy Earth by just destroying the moon. Maybe. They, it is artificial intelligence. It was yeah. supposed to be smart. <laughs> the other thing I was confused about is like when they shot the rocket launch, they're like, oh no, one of the r- engine turbines is busted. We're not going to be able to make it. And then it's like, oh, oh no, I but guess we, we did it. make it. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I think like, it's... what? What was the point of that? <laughs> yeah, there's just like a lot of, there's a lot that was weird that was not like working and also just felt like lazy it it was just like oh the kids pulled over to watch this huge wave come towards their family just to see if this spaceship would happen it's like why are you why are you surprised that the wave is still coming good sir like what yeah get back in the car (laughs) why did you get out of the car Mm -hmm. yeah and just like the like michael pena's like i don't know redemption story of like not having enough oxygen. oxygen tank then there was the whole thing where they like pull over and some random like beatnik on the side of the road tries yeah. to like hijack their car. Like yeah. so many questions. And like, oh, there's like a, uh, yeah, it just was like, I feel like they could have done one cool set where one cool set piece in Colorado with the kids where the moon is coming over and it's taking up, you know, the gravity is changing and they have to find shelter and whatever. But instead you get like six different moments with these people as they continue to grow. And it's just like, no, this is too much. Like it's not interesting. And it passes over things that are interesting, like all of Vale being sucked up in this gravity wave or whatever. And so it felt like they could have trimmed down a lot of these side scenes to make it more emotional, more interesting, more focused on the destruction because that's why you go to a movie like this is to see these big pieces of the moon fall and like what would happen because instead you get these like five second blips where it's like oh look the moon's rising we're gonna let the gravity help us get this tree off here <laughs> but the moon was like closer and then farther away and then it was <laughs> scraping things and then it was gone and then all of a sudden it was like oh the world's back it had big end of eternals energy where they're like there's yeah. someone in the oh never mind it's fine <laughs> yeah. also you know a movie i did think about during this which i think is objectively a better movie is the <laughs> terrible uh chris pratt everybody's sucked into the future and dropped from outer oh, space Tomorrow and War, yeah. whatever yeah that is a better movie than this I hands think that down had more going on because even yeah. just like the alien design of that movie was at least better than like yes. i i did find some of the like special effects in this movie cool like the wave was cool i thought some of the alien movement was cool like the the tech the nano cloud could have been cool 
but it just was all like so lacking in emotional interest that it's like, why are we, why are we suffering through two hours for this? It just felt so long. Yeah. And then how did the moon get back on course? Like, it's like, I guess the ship itself has an intelligence that's like, yeah, because they had all of those like extra ships and stuff in there. But then I was like, how come the moon isn't back on its, like, isn't going back on its course anyways? Is it just the black? soot is <laughs> pushing it in a weird way uh, yeah, luckily casey questions. is still up there ready for uh moonfall number yeah, two but some kind of like ghost version of him or something no they uploaded yeah, it i also loved how they how they were setting it up for a second one at the <laughs> end i was like that's not happening like i love the confidence but no yeah no he pitched it as like having two potential takeaways two potential sequels and one of the stars was like, I don't know if it'll happen, but man, the ideas he has are crazy. And it's like, yeah, this is not happening. Like, this is a huge, a huge disaster. Uh, it, it's just like, what would it even be about? Would the moon fall again? Like, no. I think he's trying to pivot. There's this interview where Roland was asked about how he felt being the master of disaster. And he was he bristled at it visibly. He's like, I don't like that. That ignores the other movies I've done such as to your credit patriot such as stonewall yeah stonewall. and he's like and so i wonder if he was hoping to kind of because the the final act of this with the alien reveal and like we are your ancestors and like it felt very much like that pseudo intelligent like contact uh, arrival like let's talk about aliens and it's not just explosion it's like wow what is this what's the meaning of life how can we help like let's elevate each other and I feel like he would have tried to transition into something more like a straightforward, I don't know, like aliens working together movie than just a disaster movie. Or like a Cloud Atlas kind of thing. Yeah, I don't even. know. Because <laughs> it's just like, what what would be the setup for a second movie? Like, this was just like the well, moon presum- fell and then it didn't. Well, presumably there are other versions of those bad aliens out there in the world. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. How it's they, like they like, blew up, up the one with the amp or whatever, yeah. but I would assume that there's more. So yeah. maybe they, maybe like more come and there's like a bigger fight or something. But yeah, I mean, Independence Day Resurgence just proved that his strength is not in sequels. <laughs> so I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have seen the second one anyways, but I doubt it'll get made because this has not done well. No one has seen it. Um, I really thought it might have dragged some people out just for the fun of it, but it's not fun. So I don't blame anyone for not seeing it. Yeah. I mean, it got horrible reviews. Yeah. And, and then, yeah, I mean, it came out in February. There truly isn't that much in theaters, but this was the only thing that came out this week. But even still, (laughs) I mean, I think the people now are going to see the Oscar stuff because now, like, I've had friends recently who have been like, oh, I just saw Belfast or I just saw (laughs) House of Gucci or whatever in the theaters. And I was like, oh, I've seen that. I saw this month ago. But I forget that, like, yeah, a lot of times people sort of wait and then once the Oscar nominations are around or, you know, sort of like the movie that they put the Oscar movies back in the theater so that people can watch them later because there's really nothing that's coming out this time of year. Yeah. Yeah, there was one line in the movie that I appreciated. Um, and it was when uh, they're all in their spaceship. And then the conspiracy theorist like was taking pictures. And he's like, it's on airplane mode. <laughs> that was one, one, one joke that I enjoyed. Uh, because they're not supposed to have tech. Because 
it's smart tech. Oh know? yeah. But then I was also confused as to what counted as tech and yeah, what didn't. Was, because then it's like there's there's lights on in this ship, even though we're not supposed to have tech. Like what are these glow sticks or something? Like well, I yeah. I guess yeah, I don't I guess I can't speak to that. I'm not a scientist, but I would feel like they're different, right? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe like battery operated. Doesn't count as <laughs> is tech? electricity. I don't know. I don't know, okay, but I can list like 27 different alien movies that were better than this one, even with question marks left on how it works and why it's happening and whatever. Like even Stowaway, which I think was a Netflix film that came out last summer, was better than this. It was more emotional, more interesting. What was the movie with um, Felicity Jones where she was like on the spaceship and she was stuck there by herself? Oh, was, I didn't watch it. That but I read was the better. Book. Yeah, Midnight Sun or something. Yeah, Midnight, Midnight Sun. Like, I, I think you, I think you would be hard to hard pressed to find a outer space movie that's worse than this. Honestly, yeah. And I blame that a lot, frankly, on Patrick Wilson. I don't know why they cast him. I guess because no one else wanted it. But I don't think he's a good actor in any any sense. I don't. I don't think he brings anything. He's not. I mean, he's muscular, I guess, but he's basic and he's untalented and it was just so boring. I wanted someone to have a moment, uh, even when they're like supposed to be joking, none of them deliver it well. They're all just so flat. I don't know what was happening, but there's no chemistry, no charisma. They were giving me absolutely nothing. Isn't Patrick Wilson, isn't he like related to somebody? I don't know. Is he one of the Wilson brothers or something? Oh, you know who he's married to is Carolina from Succession. I did not realize that. I know that he owns a bookstore in New Jersey. (laughs) You know what they should have done? Michael Pena as one of the leaders. Make him the conspiracy theorist. I don't care. It would have been just like 10 degrees better, I think. If he was allowed to be funny, bring fun to it, breathe some energy into it. But the three leads were just snoozeville the whole way through. Patrick Wilson is the person who I feel like you get to be your lead in your movie when you can't get anybody else. Yeah, I hate, I just, I don't think he's good. That should have been her. I mean, you didn't even know he was in the movie, so. Yeah, I didn't know anybody who was in the movie. <laughs> I, should have, I should have done more research. Um, But yeah, it was also weird that it's like, I don't know, just the whole vibes of it. Because usually there's some sort of like discourse happening that like satirizes our current state of affairs. But this was just like nothing, you know. There was nothing like interesting happening to fuel these characters' choices or to be sort of a wink to the audience. Unless, of course, you're an Elon stan or you like Lexuses or something. Well, I think it was also interesting coming right after Don't Look Up because whether you liked that movie or not, I think that it would... It handled the situation of, oh, the world is ending because of something, because of a giant thing crashing into the earth much better and in a more interesting way and in a way that made more sense, in a way that the stakes were better, in a way that had better characters. Like every part about that movie was more interesting than this one. And they were like the sci-fi alien on the moon thing notwithstanding the otherwise the plot of the movie was basically the same yeah (laughs) or the threat i guess well yeah i mean in a very very general 
thinned out since, yeah. But yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> next week we can talk about the Oscar nominations. That'll be yeah. more interesting. Yeah, I guess. I guess You're... I would. I would ask, um, who would you have cast as the three leads if you could save this? If you had to salvage this in some way. I mean, I feel like you gotta lean into something that's like to people who are funnier or like have more like charisma, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um It could have been like a Armageddon situation where it's like just take whoever's left type thing. Anyone like, goes. Yeah. Like even with like I mean, I feel like one of the three of them needed to be a comedian. Yeah. Like, I mean, honestly, give me like Aquafina, you know, <laughs> like give me somebody who is like has that energy where you oh, know yeah. she, they can be like in an ensemble cast and do like I mean Emily Blunt you know would mm-hmm, be better mm-hmm. um yeah, Marco really, Martindale and, I mean just <laughs> anyone truly, I mean like I think that even the guy who was in Richard Jewell would have been funnier than than this guy um as the conspiracy theorist person like none of these three just had a ounce of humor in them yeah. and they're not like humorous actors in anything yeah. else we needed somebody who was funny yeah i think when you look at like even even like day after tomorrow you have jake gyllenhaal you have brad um not bradley cooper <laughs> dennis quaid uh you know people who know how to carry a film with like looks alone <laughs> just a good stare and these people are just like bleh, flat character caricatures i just don't I don't know if they cared a single day on this set. Yeah, they were just so self-serious. Yeah, it was a snooze. Like even the side characters, no one was having fun. Michael Pena nope. had to like had to like I don't know keep it bottled in or something because he he barely had any room to play in, and it was just like a snooze. And I just I wish they. I feel like I could have written a better movie. I really do. I well, think even I Chris Pratt in the Tomorrow War, it's like. At least he's got some like energy to him yeah. and some charisma. Even if you don't like him, he's got something going on. Would you rather see the cast of Jurassic World or the cast of um and just like that be the main stars of Moonfall? Of the either the Sex and City reboot <laughs> yeah. or the Honestly, I think I would take the I I don't hate Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> I think that she has gotten a bunch of like that she gets bad roles, but I don't think she's a bad actress. Mm. Who else is in the, like, um, B.D. Wong is yeah. funny. <laughs> I guess yeah, that's I really think, it. I think give me the give me the Jurassic Park people. <laughs> yeah, and there's that bad guy who's creeping up in everything from Law and Order. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. But it'd be fun to watch Charlotte try to... Isn't, like, Judy Greer or... Leslie Mann, one of them oh, is the Judy mom. Judy Greer is mentioned in the first movie for five minutes. So yeah, right. But is she the mother of the kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe yeah. She there's could. like funny people. <laughs> yeah, okay. We could. We should have given you know, them a call. You know, it's bad when I'm coming around and being like Jurassic World. Not bad. <laughs> not bad movie. I'd watch that again. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's coming up soon. Uh, anything to get us out of the dumpuaries. Um, cause next week I think we're doing Oscar noms. I don't know. Oscar noms. Yeah. 
So hopefully good news there um, gives you time to really uh, study the nominees, get your feelings in order. Um, but you can find us on social media at PS You're Wrong on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Or you can send us an email at PSYou'reWrong at gmail.com to let us know who could have made Moonfall better and if you are the one single person who thought it was good. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think Roland is going to be sending yeah. an email. So, and he was the only one who liked it. But mm. yes, we'll be back next week to talk about the Oscar nominations. Until then, follow social media and all the other places, and we'll see you then. Bye! <laughs>